I know I haven't called, I haven't texted, I didn't send an email, I didn't send out an SOS, I didn't even let you know what was going on, and I'm so sorry for that. But I'm also very, very grateful for the fact that in my absence, you listened to all episodes because my statistics on Podbean told me that you did, and I really, really appreciated that. So without further ado, let's get into today's session of Notice Up Diaries. Today, I want to talk to us about excellence. This topic came out of nowhere and the lessons or the revelations, whatever word you want to throw in there, that came as a result of this topic, it was hard to deal with. I won't lie. It was hard for me to swallow because I thought I was doing good work-wise and I thought everything was going fine. And then here comes God like, "Mm, well, you see, you're doing good. You're doing okay, but you can do better. So let's do better. And when God tells you to do better, trust me, that is going to come with some rubbing. It's going to come with some tugging. It's going to come with some pruning. It's going to come with quite a bit of uncomfortableness because he is going to challenge every ounce of laziness, every ounce of mediocrity that is in you. And the thing about roots is that once they're really embedded, it's hard to pull them out. It's not impossible. It's just hard. And so I was dealing with quite a few things back and forth, back and forth at work, you know, attitude wise, mindset wise. And one day a situation happened that just made me kind of snap in a sense, not outwardly, Well, not outwardly fully, but internally, I was like a raging bull. I was just upset with the situation. I could not contain myself. And I said, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. So I hopped on the phone, called my mentor, and I broke down what happened, what was said that triggered me or really tipped me over the edge. And in her most loving way, but yet tough way, she broke down how all of the feelings that I was feeling in the moment came back to me. This black girl right here. And I was like, "Eh, I don't want to face the truth. I just want you to tell me things that make me feel good. But my mentor is not like that. She's (laughs) She's not going to do that. So basically, she made me realize that the reason why the situation triggered me or the reason why I responded the way that it, the reason why I responded the way that I did was because the other person involved was showing me through their actions that I need to level up in a nutshell. And that made me feel a way when my mentor broke that down and and really showed me that, you know what? there is room for improvement. You can do so much better than what you're doing now. And what was hard to hear was that, you know, sometimes we we hear things 
or we're dealing with something and we want people to be on our side. I mean, that's a given. I think we've, we can all identify with that. But when we're told instead that, yes, I'm on your side, but you also have to take responsibility because it's your fault as well. It's hard. It's hard to hear that. It's hard to hear that you are where you are because of your actions, your choices, your thinking, your responses or reactions to people. Like more and more these last couple of days, it has been sinking in that I really am in control of my life. Nothing anyone says or does can affect me unless I give it permission to affect me you know and that was hard to digest because i wanted to to vent i wanted to to feel as though the other person was wrong you know i wanted to be validated but that was not the case so all in all what i learned from that talk i had with my mentor was i need to make excellence not just something that is a one off I need to make excellent something that I I practice, something that I embody. When people call my name, when people call your name, excellence should follow right behind that because it's something that you practice. It's something that is so much a part of you. Now, the thing is, and, and again, from the situation that I dealt with, I am learning that various situations are going to pop up to show us just how much work needs to be done in the area of excellence. We could be excellent in one area, but then here comes God like, hmm, you need to work on this area. You know, you may be an excellent communicator verbally, but perhaps you need to work on your written communication skills. You may be an excellent... um networker for others, meaning you can connect people really well, but then you need to work on networking for yourself and putting yourself out there. You see what I'm saying? So I realized that we have to allow those situations to surface because if we try to brush them off, if we try to play them down, what we do is we miss out on an opportunity to grow. We miss out on an opportunity to learn. We miss out on an opportunity to be better. And as I said earlier, the struggle with being excellent, the struggle with even allowing the word to take residence in our vocabulary is that excellence challenges our mediocrity. You know, it's it's easy to get by with okay work. It's easy to get by with good work. It's hard to consistently do great work. And that is the challenge we have to take on because that is where the recognition comes. That is where the increase in income comes. Because when people start to take notice of what you can do and how well you can do it consistently, money follows behind that. So as we dive further into today's session, what I want you to keep at the forefront of your mind is that excellence should be a lifestyle for you. It shouldn't be something that you do today. You maybe do tomorrow. You don't do it all the following day, but then you pick it back up the day after that. No, it should be something that you do on a consistent basis. So then that begs the question, hmm, where do I start? When I thought about that, I 
thought to myself, or I asked God, how can I be excellent every single day? That's a lot of work. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to be excellent. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to even talk to people, but we don't get to pick and choose when we're great. It's not a case where you can do amazing work today and then you can drop the ball tomorrow because, again, people are watching, people are paying attention. So when I asked that question, God made me realize that, or he brought up my everyday task to mind. And I'm like, what does excellence have to do with cleaning my house? What does excellence have to do with, you know, making sure that my laundry is folded? What does excellence have to do with making sure that I do my podcast on a consistent basis? What does that have to do with excellence? I'm talking about my job, not my personal life, my private life that nobody else sees but me. And in that, he made me realize that you develop an attitude of excellence. You perfect, so to speak, um, excellence by doing small things. So let's start with something I don't like doing. Folding my laundry. Can I get a witness? Um, (laughs) When I would do my laundry, I would have the clothes in the basket for days, sometimes weeks right? I'm actually looking at them as we speak. Not the best, but God began to share with me or began to open my eyes to the fact that if you want to be excellent, start with doing the things that you don't want to do. That is how you strengthen that muscle of discipline. That is how you strengthen strengthen the muscle of consistency. And that is something that my mentor tells me all the time or ever so often. If you want to be good at something, if you want to develop a new habit, start by doing the things that you don't like to do. Because what you're actually strengthening is muscles of discipline and consistency. So if you want to be excellent at work, if you want to be excellent as an entrepreneur, start by doing the things that you don't want to do and do it often. Pick yourself up from in front of that show, get up and go do what you know that you need to do. If you're a Netflix person like me, you can fold your laundry while watching Netflix. Win-win. So before you know it, the laundry is done. But the point of the matter is excellence isn't something that happens overnight. It comes from practice. It comes from consistently saying, I want to be known as an excellent person. And if I want to be known as an excellent person, I have to develop this habit, not just when I'm in front of people, but behind the scenes. That way, when I am in front of people, it just flows naturally because I'm accustomed to performing at my best at all times, even for myself. And that is something I want you to take note of. We can be excellent for other people, but it's hard to be excellent for ourselves. And we need to work on that. Being excellent to yourself, it's noticeable. People can tell when you take pride in taking care of you. People can tell when you handle your business. And people then trust you to take care of them and handle their business. Because if she's that way with herself, if he's that way with himself then more than likely they would put the same effort into taking care of me and my business and my needs. Mind you, there are people who are selfish, who would put a lot into themselves and not into others. But we're not talking about those people. We're talking about me and you, who we want people to begin to say about us, 
just from watching how we move, how we interact, how we do our work, that, you know what, that looks like someone that takes pride in themselves. And if they can be this way for their own priorities, their own agenda, et cetera, et cetera, then I trust that they will be the same for me. So excellence isn't just what we do in front of other people. It's what we do when people aren't watching. It's the time we take to look after us, whatever that may be for you. You know, as you're listening to me right now, you know what it is that you need to do more of or what you need to do consistently for you first. Only you know that. I don't know that. Likewise, I know what I need to do for me consistently in order to strengthen the muscle of discipline and consistency. So as you aim to develop the the mindset, the attitude of excellence, start by being excellent to yourself, whatever that means for you. Start by doing the things that you don't normally do consistently or the things you don't like to do and build from there. One of the things that I that I do and I got this piece of advice again from my mentor is make a list of things that you have to do every day. And as you go through the day, you check off things on that list. Now, one of the apps that I use is Strides. I love Strides for that. Very simple. You know, I I like the simplicity of the app. And on my list of things to do, you would see things like brush and floss, meditate, write in my gratitude journal, make my bed. Now, you might be thinking, why on earth would you have to put brush your teeth on the list? Why would you have to put make your bed on the list? Isn't that a given? It is, but it helps when you can take off something that you know to yourself you're already doing, but it helps when you can take it off to say, okay, I did one thing or I did two things, it kind of helps to build momentum. And that is something that my mentor taught me, you know, put things on there that you do regularly so that you can build the momentum to continue to do the other things on the list. It kind of gives you a boost of energy to continue to check, 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 check. So that at the end of the day, you can say, okay, out of 10 things, I did seven or out of 10 things, I did all. And you try again the next day. So whether you want to use an app or whether you want to use, you know, good old fashioned pen and paper, however you want to do it, make a list of things that you have to do every day or you want to do every day. A list of habits that you want to either continue to maintain or develop. And as you go through each day, check it off. Be honest with yourself. If you know you didn't make the bed, you just fluffed the pillows and left the house, don't check it off. That's lying to yourself. But if you know you did make it up properly, you check it off. And what that does is that you will begin to realize, okay, I'm being disciplined. I'm being consistent with the small things. Let me know, you know, add something else. And then you'll add something else again. And then add something else again. And then before you know it, you would have built up this momentum of doing things on a consistent basis, ranging from small tasks to big tasks. There's going to be some high and lows. There's going to be some up and down, but the point is to not give up. The point is to keep going until you would have developed consistency in that area where you can literally look on your list Monday to Friday and see, wow, I literally did every single thing. (music) 
Another aspect of excellence that I want you to keep in mind is excellence is doing well what needs to be done when you don't feel like doing it. Going back to our list, going back to the point I made about making the bed. It's not just about, you know, taking your hand and and just straightening the sheets and fluffing the pillows and think, okay, I'm done. No, do it well. That is how you build or strengthen that habit. And then that, as simple as that is, that is going to then translate into your professional life or any other area of your life where you may want to fit it in. When you consistently do things well, as I would have said earlier, people take notice. They might not tell you anything for a long time, but then out of the blue, here comes this opportunity. You know, I would love for you to be the one to do X or this position is not open. And I think you'd be the perfect candidate. You shocked like me, why would you give that to me? And then the person says, well, I've been watching you. I've been paying attention to how you do your work. I've been paying attention to how you move. You always do the simplest of tasks well. You execute it well. I've seen you do the same with bigger tasks. Like you are consistently good. You consistently do great work. You to yourself feeling like, oh, that's so sweet. But little do they know you've been practicing this for quite some time behind the scenes by doing simple things at home or wherever to build that consistency muscle, to build that discipline muscle, to build that excellent or excellence habit. So it might be challenging in the beginning. It might seem trivial in the beginning. Like, why do I need to do this? Why did I even listen to Alicia? But when those pesky little thoughts pop up, just remind yourself that you're actually working towards a bigger goal. You're working towards embodying excellence and not just doing it when you feel like for who you feel like. And that's another thing that, that got me into trouble. Or another thing that um my mentor had pointed out to me, I do great work depending on who I'm doing it for. And that is not good. That is not good. You know, regardless of whether you like the person, regardless of whether you have a good relationship going with them, you should do good work across the board. And that is something that I am working on and will continue to work on. It's kind of challenging because, you know, there's some people that kind of have a way of getting under our skin, if we're to be honest. But the point of the matter is, regardless of who we're serving, regardless of who we're doing a task for or completing a task for, excellence should be the signature. Whether you like me or not, I will do great work. Whether I like you or not, I will do great work because it's not about the other person. It's about you. It's about the impression that you're making. It's about the mark you're making. And it's about opening doors that could not be otherwise open unless you would have made that attitude change, that mindset change. And in the midst of all of that, what you will learn and realize is that excellence requires sacrifice in the sense that it is going to challenge your laziness. You know, if you're accustomed to going into work for 8.30, but you know that if you go into work for 8 o'clock, that extra half an hour would allow you to get more done. It would allow you to really have the time to to schedule your day properly. You're going to feel a bit uncomfortable knowing that you're doing more 
you're giving more. Instead of giving 70% that you're accustomed to, you're now giving 110. Excellence has a way of really holding and squeezing every ounce of mediocrity and laziness that is in us. And it's uncomfortable. I'll be the first to admit it is uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, the results are unmatched. So when you feel like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't have to do this. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Who's going to know? You will know. And if you make a commitment to yourself to be better and you slack off, your conscience won't let you live it down. So you might as well do what you need to do. Excellence is going to call for a sacrifice of pride going back to doing great work for people that we don't necessarily like, you're going to have to put your pride aside where that is concerned. Excellence is going to require you putting aside the office gossip or gossip in general because you realize, you know, as a person of excellence, I should not be speaking down about somebody else. As a person of excellence, I should not be engaging in this sort of negative conversation. It is going to challenge you. It is definitely going to challenge you. But every time we make a choice to be excellent, this is what happens. One, it kills those controlling feelings of laziness. You you will hear me say lazy a lot throughout. Because when you really sit and think about it, at the heart of not being excellent is laziness. We just don't want to do what we know we're supposed to do. That is it. That's the end, you know. So when we make a choice to be excellent, both in front of others, behind the scenes for ourselves, you'll start to kill that leech known as laziness. And you'll find more and more that you'll be exercising your willpower at a much greater level. Also, when you choose to be excellent, you're also chipping away at the foundation of mediocrity because another reason why we're not excellent is because we've gotten so accustomed to being mediocre. A lot of mediocrity gets praise. And so we say to ourselves, oh, well, you know, if I can do the bare minimum and still get away, then so be it. Mm -mm. There's so much more waiting on the other side of mediocrity. And the more we make it a point to go above and beyond, the more we are releasing ourselves of that hold that mediocrity once had on us. And lastly, when you make it a choice, when you make it a point to be excellent, you're also building an attitude of excellence, which nobody can take away from you. Because once you would have really gotten into the groove of doing things well all the time, you're not going to go back to doing things mediocre ever again. And you're not going to accept mediocrity, mediocrity. (laughs) You're not going to accept mediocrity ever again. And that is something no one can take from you. I want to challenge us. Notice I said us because I'm working on this too. I want to challenge us to develop an attitude and a mindset of excellence. I want to challenge us to stop settling I want to challenge us to go above and beyond, not for other people, but for us, because it will pay off. Why? Because God is watching. And he's like, okay. She was really serious when she said she was going to change her attitude 
where this is concerned. He was really serious when he said he is going to do better. Let me just sprinkle some blessings down there on them. Let me just give that promotion. Oh, you want that? Let me just give you that. God is watching. And when he realized that you are committed to doing and being better, he is going to reward that. After all, the Bible does say that promotion comes from God. I didn't say that. I didn't put that in the Bible. God says so. So if you struggle with excellence, if you struggle with being lazy, being mediocre, I encourage you or I invite you to take on this challenge. Thank you so much for listening to today's session of Notice Self Diaries. Again, I cannot thank you enough for still rocking with me, even though I took a leave of absence, so to speak. So until our next session, thank you once again and take care.